Hello, and welcome to SG Squared. Steve Bladen, Global Small Groups Pastor at Saddleback Church, pulls from his 20-plus years of small group ministry experience to encourage and equip listeners to lead more effective small group ministry. Sit back, learn, and enjoy SG Squared with Steve Gladen. Welcome to SG Squared, Steve Gladen on Small Groups. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in. It's Derek here along with your other host, Saddleback Church's Connection Pastor, Steve Gladen. Sir Derek, good to be with you, man. It's exciting. Every time we do an episode, I get pumped up because we're able to share, you know, some some learnings that we're having and, you know, hopefully impart a couple pieces of wisdom and always through the show notes and feedback, get wisdom back from uh, all of our listeners. So uh, pretty exciting. James was telling me that uh, last month was one of the top shows that we've had. And so that's, you know, obviously, hopefully we're hitting a nerve in this three-part series. So we're excited to share the, the, the learnings and then also just some things that we've learned through uh, doing small group ministry throughout the decades. So it's, it's exciting. I, I love being back together again. Hey, ditto that. And that's great to hear about the stats in the podcast growth and people jumping on to hear about small groups. And, you know, I, I, I kind of guess, Steve, that there's some people jumping on to hear our latest college football talk. So I got to ask you real quick, won't make it long. How you feeling about your Buckeyes three weeks into the college season? Dude, it, it's it's nice. To, the best thing about 3-0 and is you get a chance to be 4-0. So, it was. I was sick this past weekend, so couldn't make it to church. Coincidentally, we had a Saturday night uh, game, so I had to stay home and watch it. I didn't want to, but I had to. So <laughs> it's what Jesus would want me to do. So um, it's the the sometimes in the college football season, it's tough when you have Saturday night church because if you got a late game on the West Coast, you just go to church and try to stay away from uh, any reminders that come through on your phone. True, true that. Yeah. Hey, I got to ask you about the small group meme that we posted on our social media channels. Uh, the one oh, that featured. Oh, man, I, I, I got to I also, I got to point out, I mean, are you in gold and purple because it's Halloween or. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're watching this episode in the video version, yeah, you see this beautiful purple and gold hat, the color of royalty. And uh, hey, I just wanted to celebrate our big husky win over a Big Ten foe. And yeah, so that if you don't know much about college football, Big Ten is is the team that Steve, his team is in that league, the Big Ten. So my league, the Pac-12, crushed them with a mighty victory over the Michigan State Spartans in dominating fashion. So that felt good, and I think my team might be on the way to eventually playing you in the playoffs. We'll see. We will see. We will see. So you maybe a Rose Bowl, a Rose Bowl rematch. Yeah, there we go, man. I'll, I'll, th- I'll take that. The Rose Bowl is a beautiful place to, to be, but uh, you may need your Liam, Liam Neeson character to, to help salvage you and your team. You know, you need, you need <laughs> that little that moxie that he, he brings to the equation. Yeah, speaking of Liam Neeson, I want to get your take on the meme that I posted on our social media channels, and it features Liam Neeson on the phone, and he's looking pretty serious, and the caption reads, you missed small group again. You can't hide. I will find you, and I will bring you. What was your take on that? You know what? I, I, I loved it. I actually, you know, I'm, I'm, all, I'm a little bit more on the aggressive side, so uh, I, I love the spice. I also love, you know, sometimes the group leader cares enough about his 
his, you know, peeps that he will come and get them. Now, obviously, in ne Liam Neeson is a little bit more of a, you think that he's going to stomp down your door and shoot you, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure he had the shepherd's heart in that meme. So I, I was kind of digging on it, man. I, I, uh, I shared it uh, uh, on my social media, so I, I loved it. Yeah, we got a lot of likes on that. It's always good yeah. to laugh. And uh, I think anybody who's led a small group can relate to that, right? When you you put so much hard work and time and energy and hopefully prayer into it, and then people don't show up, it's like, where were you? Go get them. So um, in this episode, we are continuing part three of our three-part series that's been focused on the three leadership pipelines that you must have in your group's uh, ministry. And if you missed part one or part two, just click the show notes uh, in this podcast to listen to those and kind of get yourself caught up. And uh, Steve, set up part three for us and where we're going with this grand finale. Yeah, it's been it's been exciting. Um, uh, I was picking up and sharing with Derek before the show that, you know, this uh, this series has been one of our highest watched and our highest listened to series. And in the show notes, you'll, you'll see some links to uh, part one and part two. Uh, I hope that you're watching it, though, on YouTube, not because Derek and I are such studs, although, Derek, you look much younger and much more hipper than me. Uh, but, the, but the reason is because, you know, the section we're going to tee up here is a video section uh, that will help walk you through our third and final pathway. So just kind of set up where we have been we started in the, the first show of the part one talking about the small group leader pathway. And that is so common for us as in small group ministry. There's not too many of us don't think through the training that is needed for our small group leaders and, you know, how to progress through that. So I want to encourage you to, to watch that. And, you know, there's some nuggets in there that hopefully you'll say, okay, am I doing that? Uh, is it clear? Is it everything I need? And then we uh, focused uh, on the on part two of dealing for us, which is the community leader uh, pathway, or for a lot of your churches, they, these may be your coaches. But part of the twist in uh, in that episode and that that show was, you know, kind of not looking just at the pathway, but also the village, the village that is needed to surround your community leaders or your coaches to help your groups be healthy as they can be. So in that uh, particular show, there's a two-parter. You know, one is the, the pipeline, the pathway that we were talking about. But then also it was about, you know, the village that you're going to need. Has some great visuals there. Now, in part three, as we, as we wind this one uh, into full completion, one of the things that I've noticed is that as in most small group ministries, you're almost 100% of adoption rate of people having a pathway for the small group leader uh, being out there, how you, how you develop them to take them, for us, how to take them from a host to a leader. Then there's usually about a 50% adoption rate in small group ministry of people even thinking through how do you develop a volunteer community leader. And for us, it's taking a community leader to being a minister of the gospel. And I would say, having done small group ministry now for 35 years, what is almost um, negligent on all of our parts, and you know, I drift into this, drift into all this too, is what is the pathway for your small group members? 
what is it that you want them to do? If they if they come to get together, Liam Neeson, you know, brings them together. He gets them all sitting there in the living room and and with all that. What is that pathway that you want to have for each one of your small group attenders? And for us, it's to be a champion. So in this particular episode, what we're going to set up for you in a second is how do you take attenders and move them into championing an aspect of your church and an aspect of your group so that spiritual health uh, can happen? So, Derek, unless you have anything else, without further ado, let's jump into the group member pathway. It's a pipeline. You're always thinking about development. And uh, this is where you got the most fruit, the most opportunity, but most small group ministries don't have a strategy or a pipeline to develop small group members. So join in right now as I'll walk you through how do you move them from an attender in your small groups to being a champion of what you want to see happen in your church. Hey, small group attenders. My name is Steve Gladen. I'm the pastor of Connections here at Saddleback Church, and I get to work with the small groups across all of our campuses. And you're probably listening to this because your small group host, i.e. your small group leader, asked you to listen to this so you could understand our pathway of development for you. Now, you may not know this, but we have a plan that can help you become all that God has created you to be. This plan is pretty simple. It just consists of four different phases that I wanna walk you through so that you can understand how you can be all that God has created you to be. Now, these phases are pretty simple. One of them is a gather phase, just where you're gathering together in community with some of your friends. That's how you started your small group. Then we wanna move you to a grow phase so that you can start to learn how to balance the five biblical purposes that you know Jesus prayed in John 17, that Jesus you know, made clear in his vision and mission in the great commission and the great commandment, and that was modeled to us in Acts chapter two. Now, this part of this phase is gonna help you grow in each of those five biblical purposes of fellowship, discipleship, serving, evangelism, and worship. Now, the next phase that we're gonna talk about is the gift phase, and this is where you can give back in one of the biblical purposes that God has gifted you in. Believe it or not, you are have a strength that you can contribute to your small group and to your campus, but at the same time too, you have areas where you can grow in and that's where the community of your small group can help you develop in different areas. And then we kind of wrap it up in the go phase and this is where you go and you help your campus because your giftedness is something that your campus needs. That's why God brought you to this campus because you have something that your campus needs in order to reach the community around it. Now, let me go all the way back into the gather phase and start to walk you through some of the tools, some of the resources, and some curriculum that your small group can do to help you develop in each one of these phases. Now, in the gather phase, when you're just gathering together with a couple of your friends, 
What we want you to do is get acquainted with, you know, how Saddleback has designed Saddleback Church to kind of bless you. And so one of the things we want you to do is listen to our developmental strategy. We have a class overview that will kind of help you understand when we talk about class, it is not a class you attend, but it's the class system that Saddleback Church has with 101, 201, 301, 401. I want you to hear that overview because that's going to be super important for you to kind of understand this is the foundation. This is the DNA of Saddleback Church, and we want you to uh, understand that. So take a listen to that. You know, one of the resources we have for you, it's an abridged version of a book that I wrote called Leading Small Groups with Purpose. It's pretty important that you understand, you know, why is your small group there? Why did God design the church, temple courts, and house to house? And is the gathering you have of a couple friends just a small group? Or is it a strategic part of your development and our church's development? And then we hope that your small group will do the curriculum what on earth am I here for? Because it is a foundational curriculum that Pastor Rick Warren, our founding pastor, created to be able to help you understand the five biblical purposes. Now, once you've kind of completed at least those three things, then we want you to move into the grow phase. Now, in the grow phase is where we're trying to help you balance the purposes. Now, one of the best things your small group can do is do our curriculum called Base Camp. Base Camp is where you're going to start to learn how to climb the mountain, get to the summit of what God wants in your life. But that small group curriculum will help your small group start to understand those five biblical purposes and how you can start to engage one of our primary tools, which is the individual health assessment. Now, when you're doing the individual health assessment, you're going to be able to find that on the profile of saddleback.com. And in your profile is an ability for you to take that individual health assessment. Now, when you are doing this tool, you're going to discover what the five purposes are, how you can figure out by doing a quick assessment on where you're strong and maybe where you need to grow. This is a tool that Lisa and I have been doing in, in our family for over uh, 20 years now. It's hard to how to even have those numbers come off my lips, but it's an exciting tool that can help you. The thing I wanna encourage you is that I've discovered, even though I have been a pastor for over 40 years, there's areas I need to grow in and there's areas I need to contribute in. And this individual health assessment will help you with that. Then one of the resources we have for you is a great one called Don't Lead Alone. You see, because when you take the health assessment, you're going to discover where you're strong in one of the five biblical purposes that Jesus talked to us about in the Great Commission and the Great Commandment. And in this resource of Don't Lead Alone, you're going to learn through, through listening to this resource a valuable way that you can contribute to your small group. Now, as we round out the, the grow phase, I wanna to talk to you about the give phase. The give phase is where you start to develop your purpose of how God has gifted you and created you to bless not only your small group, but also to bless your church, your campus that you're at. 
Now, one of the things that we have for you is a tool that's a partner with the individual health assessment, and it is the group health assessment. We want your group to be balanced and healthy, just like you as an individual need to balance the purposes, the biblical purposes in your heart, your small group needs to do that in its small group. And your group assessment will help your small group start to understand where the group naturally gravitates towards. Is it fellowship? You just love to hang together. Is it discipleship? You're more about learning as a small group. Is it serving your campus and serving, you know, where you're gifted in on your campus? Is it more of about evangelism or is it more about, you know, worship, that vertical connection to God? Your group assessment will help you understand where your small group is leaning towards and where it needs to develop. Now, one of the things you're going to discover is that your group will have a champion in it. And there's, there's different champions for each one of the five biblical purposes. The grow phase that you just came out of is going to give you an indication of where you should champion one of the purposes in your small group. Now, once you know that, you're going to have to understand what are some things you can actually do? What can you do in fellowship? What can you do in discipleship? What can you do in serving? What can you do in evangelism? What can you do in worship? And we have a great resource for you called 250 Big Ideas. Guess what? Your small group host will be able to give you each 50 ideas on whichever purpose you naturally gravitate towards. Now, one of the great compliments that your small group can do as a curriculum to understand these two tools is the Summit curriculum. Just like you did What on Earth Am I Here For curriculum, just as you did the Basecamp curriculum, one of the curriculums that we have for you is the Summit curriculum. And this will help your whole small group understand how you can help your host balance the five biblical purposes that Jesus gave us. Now, as we wrap up the give uh, phase, then it goes into the go phase. Now, in the go phase, we're trying to say, how do you go and serve your campus the best way possible? Now, one of the things that your small group can do is a curriculum that we have called the, the purpose of ministry. And the complimentary word with that is the purpose of serving. And this is in our uh, PDL, our Purpose Driven uh, Life uh, series of curriculum that we have on the watch page. But what we want you to do is kind of focus in on that curriculum because it'll help you understand how you can serve, how you can go, and every individual in your small group can help your campus in a very specific way. Now, to a resource and a tool that we have that can help you even develop that sharper than just the five biblical purposes and hone it in deeper in whichever purpose that you're gifted in is Class 301. Now, you've probably heard me talk about that when you listen to the class overview and you know how important it is that you understand what it means to belong to our family and you understand, you know, what are the habits I need to, to put into my life so that I can be the believer and I can sustain the, the tossing and the turning of everyday life. But when you get to third base or when you get to class 301, that's where you discover your shape. 
And as you know, that the shape stands for spiritual gifts. What's your heart? Where are your abilities? What's your personality? And what are your life experiences that all rule together to help you understand your shape? Well, class 301 will help you kind of filter those out and understand how you can take those deeper. But then the tool that we have for you is our shape interview process. This is where you'll meet one-on-one -on -one with a person at your campus to help you understand how you can take how you want to serve, what your shape is all about, and then how you can actually do something at your campus. You see, as a small group attender, we know that, that the purposes grow deeper through community. But we also know that you were made for a specific purpose to contribute to your campus. So we just wanna encourage you as a small group attender, as I've kind of rolled this out, go back to your small group host and say, okay, how can I learn and grow through this process? Because this process will help you become who God has designed you to be. Thanks for being a part of a small group and I'm super excited for the journey that God has you on and where you're at and where you can develop and take the next step. God bless you. Oh, all right, man. Now, so this kind of pulls together all three of the pathways. If you've listened to all three shows, you're going to look at three pipelines where you're going to be able to develop your leaders into the, the people that you want them to be at your church. So we've, again, just a recap, and I want to just do it really quickly. We've talked about, you know, with a, how do you take a host to a leader? How do you take a community leader to a minister? And then on this show right here, we just talked about how you take an attender to a champion. I just want to encourage you, go back, look at all three of the last shows and figure out where are you missing some components inside of your small group ministry. Now, Derek, we got a real special show uh, for our listeners next month. Why don't you tee them up on, uh, give them a little teaser about what a we're going to bring A little teaser, a little appetizer. Yeah, so next month we have a really special show planned for you. It's titled 10 Ways to Celebrate Your Leaders. You're not going to want to miss this. We're going to give you 10 of the best ideas uh, that you can the best. The of best of the, the best. best. You can make them feel like a million bucks, like they are valued, appreciated, special, uh, especially in this Thanksgiving and this holiday season. So don't miss that. Be looking for that. And um, hey, other than that, we just want to thank you for listening. We really hope this uh, series encouraged you and equipped you to lead small groups better. And um, until we see you next month, have a great like, share. <laughs> Like Do the show, share the show. Um, again, if you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook, share that and uh, help somebody out. Thanks so much, guys. See you later. Thank you for listening to Steve Gladen on Small Groups. If you like what you've heard, make sure you subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. If you want to learn more, make sure you check out smallgroupnetwork.com for more resources.